0: You are watching and listening to sipping off the Cough on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels and networks. I'm Mike Morales, sweltering here in San Antonio. That gentleman out there is
1: Eric Zandona in Vancouver, Washington, and pleasantly cool.
0: Ah, uh, you lucky man! Jeez, uh, I, you know Eric and I, and I, I, I keep kidding Eric because I keep we keep throwing unusual stuff at his palate, and he keeps like you know. He wants he wants all the uh, the exotic flavors. in tonight, today, this afternoon, this evening, wherever you're watching us uh, or listening, we are going to try a brand new uh, a brand of bacanora called Batuk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, for those of you who are watching us and listening to us in Arizona and uh, points in between, maybe a little parts of New Mexico also, we have uh, listeners all over the world, or even Germany for that matter, Batuk. Uh, this uh, particular bacanora is coming out of Sonora. Um, mm-hmm. I want to thank uh, Michael Hurley of Borderland Spirits who made all this possible. Um, yeah. You find it primarily right now in Arizona, and if you're watching us or listening to us right now, we're taping this in the middle of May, so we're still under quarantine. However, uh, Borderland Spirits started uh, launched in January, February, and then in March came to a screeching halt. <laughs> so, uh, like but, a lot of uh, things. Yeah, like a lot of things, folks. We, we get it. However, we have been social distance drinking since 1999. So, you know, there we go. Um, we're going to pour some first. We're going to give you some descriptions and then we'll fill you in on some of the ins and outs. This is, a, again, a beautiful spirit from Sonora, Bacanora. It is agave. Uh, Pacifica or Yaquiana, as they call it. Um, mm-hmm. Eric kind of filled us in a little bit on on Batuk as far as uh, it's a very hyper local um, uh, distillate from Sonora. Uh, it is a type of mezcal, but this particular, um, uh, the hand of the maker it really makes a big difference. And now, what's it? What was the difference between the Batuk? This is called Bat- Batuk, Reserva de la Casa.
1: Mm-hmm. So this one, uh, so the reserva is um, using slightly older agaves. Um, so in the the standard blanco, uh, the agaves they estimate are between like eight and twelve years old. For these, their their estimate is that the agaves are between ten and twenty years old. And one of the really interesting things that they're doing. Is a process called capón, which is in a lot of places. Wh- whether it's in Oaxaca or in Jalisco, right? The 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 farmers and are out in the fields, and they have a sense of when plants are ripe. It's they don't they're not just looking for when the quixote starts to rise. So they so often agaves will be harvested before the quixote starts to form because they have a sense of when things are mature. But with Capone, what they do is they wait for the quixote to start growing, and then they cut it off. And we were talking off camera about how there's a, some variety and how people do that. Um, some people will use a metal blade. Some, uh, as you said, you saw people um, had lassoed the quixote and then basically pulled it off with a horse. Um, and what that does is it basically halts the the growing process for the quiote but the plant continues to kind of like enrich the sugars. And so for the Reserva, they're, u- they're only using capon agaves, um, but they're leaving those agaves in the ground for a year or two years before they're harvesting them, which to me is like, I've heard of people doing that for a couple of months um but uh, 2 years is is the longest i've ever heard of before yeah. so so I they're will, really these are select agaves
0: these are when when you're talking about hand selected and yeah. and right off the bat eric it yeah. smells differently it oh, smells yeah. the the cheesy smell that we got in the first blanco mm-hmm. is, is
1: not there it's not not very prominent no, there's a touch of it, but it's way, I'd say way more herbal. To me, there's like a lot more like oregano, um, something like that, that you, you're you getting on the, the aroma. There's just a touch of that lactic character, but it's just really, really lovely.
0: Now, um, would you say that the, the not only are we getting a lot of herbal, but I'm getting to, to, to take uh I'm beginning to sense more of the citrus notes yeah. that you sensed in the in the in the original Blanco. Yeah. I think they're more prominent here. It's more yeah. herbal with the with the citrus notes and yeah. less lactic.
1: Yes, yes, I agree. Yeah, there's a real nice, like acidic kind of fruit character in this, which is to me, it's a little bit like fresh squeezed orange juice or slightly orange blossom. But and then mixed with this, like, herbal oregano or some time, not quite time, but something in that kind of herbal not, family. Not
0: sage, right? No. Sage.
1: No. But really nice. And then at the very back, at the very business there's just this little bit of lactic character. Have
0: you ever had lemon oregano?
1: I've had lemon basil,
0: but not... Lemon basil. Else. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Basil. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just I'm sorry, it's my I haven't shot that at it. I haven't I haven't shot that a Trader Joe's in so long. That's where i have had it. You know, the yeah lemon, yeah. lemon basil. Um, yeah. You know, I we gotta dive in because this this just smells beautiful.
1: Mm. Oh my god. Mm. Oh yeah. So This is bottled at 50.3% ABV, and it's so soft, so packed full of flavor. There's, like, zero heat and burn. I mean, I've had 80-proof bourbons that have just, like, lit my mouth on fire. (laughs) This is so just wonderful and flavorful, and there's a lot of herbaceousness. There's a lot... There's a lot more of that menthol character that I mentioned, not yeah. the flavor as much as that warmth that you get. This, yes. wow, this is
0: this. You know, what's really interesting is that this uh, Bacanora, just to give you a, a little bit of the history, you know, uh, has a 300 year history in, in Sonora. It was, uh, during prohibition, it was, you know, it, it was clandestinely uh, distilled and then. And then there was a Mexico went through its own um, uh, prohibition, where the vinateros, who who we would call mescaleros, or they were in Sonora, they called vinateros, were were uh, they were up in the hills. They a lot of this was clandestine because they were being killed for producing this stuff. And yet, Eric, I got to tell you, this is one of the most elegant, you know. Fine, refined yeah. spirits. You know, yeah. it's got that, it, everybody, it, it has that prohibition, um, Mexican moonshine, you know, up in the hills kind of mystique. But it's not that. It no. really isn't. It's not, you know, it, it's it's not the stuff they were drinking unjustified. You know, <laughs> it's, don't drink the apple pie. Um, you know, this stuff is so refined, Yeah, there. It's even hard, and you and I have had several of mescals as well. I there are mescals that are not this refined. That's not this. It's just a different style. But um, what I'm saying is, I'm I'm so impressed Mm -hmm. by by the refinement. Yeah, with the the rustic tools that these guys are using.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I can understand why they call it Reserva de la Casa. Right, if you're gonna drink the good stuff, you're gonna drink it at home.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was never meant for your lips. I'll yeah, sell
1: everybody the other stuff.
0: Yeah, My dad used to have a, used to have a saying that you know when you were making stuff um, for sale, you say, Oh, para la venta. This is, this is for sale. This, yeah. The good stuff's in the back, you know." <laughs> so, yeah. Oh my goodness, and it's just there is so much structure and and
1: mm-hmm.
0: mouthfeel it's just I, I I there's no way I would put this in a cocktail. We talked about that on camera. There's no way. You this is definitely a sipper, but you're gonna be surprised. Don't be put off. First of all, don't don't judge it by it by its bottle. Don't judge it by the cover or even by the alcohol by volume. Yeah. It is it is such a
1: refined spirit. It's yeah. So. The suggested retail for this is somewhere in like the high 80s low 90s it's worth it it's totally worth it yeah yeah Um, you're seeing a lot of artisanal mezcal coming out right now in the market in the like 110s 120s and higher and this stuff is fantastic and the amount of work and time that went into this, I, I think it's easily worth it.
0: Oh, Oh, absolutely. If you're again, uh, if you're, if you're, uh, a seasoned mezcal pro, um, you know, you look for those high proof tequilas. If you got a, a, um, if you have an adventurous palate, don't be put off by the, by the ABV on this. Cause it, it really, really goes down mm-hmm. very well. Uh, it's, it's, it's I'm surprised how approachable these, yeah. these two have been. Uh, mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite words now. And you know, instead of uh, rough and, and smooth, it's, it's approachable. You know, you, you're really. Because yeah. what happens with mescal, what, what we've been seeing a lot of Miscal is they're coming in at what I consider gateway Miscal. They're coming in at 80 proof. Yeah. It's just, that's just to introduce people. To, and, and not that they're not lovely brands, because a lot yeah. of them are at 80 proof. They're just gorgeous. But I gotta say, uh, I, I'm so impressed by again by the ref, by the refinement of this uh, yeah. of this this bacanora. You're not gonna have any problem uh, mm-hmm. getting getting used to a really great bacanora. This is a uh, um, let me give you the region and stuff. We'll give you some ins and outs. I um, I think um, uh, the material that we got from Borderland Spirits says uh, again these are capon. Uh, the maestro vinatero is Ra- Rafael Quijada, and uh, Capon means castrated, or, or as we discussed, you know, when the quixote is 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 mm-hmm. either, either broken off or sliced off. Um, wow, uh, it's called Reserva de la Casa. There, there's, it's it's really complex. There's a lot of stuff going yeah. on here. Um, let me give you the region too, because I think that's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be a, a big thing like it is with Mezcal. The region yeah. here is, uh, uh, let's see, oh, it's uh, San Pedro de la Cueva. And uh, these are over four generations of tradition and continued by Rafael Adalberto Encinas Molina and his sons. So uh, so you have the growers and then you have the Maestro Vinatero who is Rafael Quijada. So you have a couple of families working in 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 in, in unison yeah. to produce this. And it makes sense to me because you know you have you have a grower who's who, as you said, these guys have a sense of when when some of these are ready and and where they're ready. Yeah. And then you have then you bring those products to your maestro binatero and he and and this is this is what he's working with. And I gotta tell you, wow, wild yeast. The Water source is local spring. Wild yeast is used for natural fermentation. Double distilled with a mesquite-fired stainless copper still. Um, it it's it's gorgeous, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. This is, uh, a, I think you'll agree with me. Yeah. Brand promise nominee, and they're so different. Th- these these have to be given. They're separate. Uh, I can't even separate these by ABV. They're just going to have to be separated yeah uh, I think by by region and, and what they what they are, because this one is, again, completely different pr- flavor profile than the original Blanco. The original Blanco has a lot I think the original Blanco, for me I don't know if you'll agree with me or not um, was probably easily paired with foods like olives mm-hmm. and cheeses, whereas yes. this one is just a really good sipper. This is just yeah. one on, on your back porch. Yeah. yeah uh it's it's lovely. it's just mm-hmm. lovely. Um, again, our thanks to borderland spirits for making this happen. You're going to find these uh, right now in in Arizona, but hopefully they'll be able to make it down to Texas and, and South Texas needs to be looking for these because yeah. oh my god, these are these are outstanding. Uh, anything else you want to add to this, Eric?
1: Uh, I, think, I mean, one of the interesting technical points about it that I think is really contributing to the, the suaveness of the, of the spirit is that they, after distillation, they say they let it rest for two months in stainless steel. It wouldn't surprise me for the Reserva, if they're doing it for longer um, because that, you know, there's a lot of spirits that have a tradition of letting it rest after distillation, and you get a real refineness in the quality of the and texture of the spirit and the alcohol, even at higher ABVs. So there's a lot of thought that's going into these. So it's really good stuff.
0: It's worth worth again worth every penny. I think you say it was uh, somewhere in the mid 80s uh, to uh, high 80s. low eight, high
1: 80s, low 90s in that region.
0: Really worth it's worth every penny because it'll yeah. it'll it's just. It's it's beautiful, and I and again, Borderland Spirits wants to make sure that it's sustainable, not just for the importer for for Michael Hurley, but also for the people in the community. I think uh, I, he's he, he and his company are very much sticklers for for um, uh, presenting the culture of Bacanora, Bacanora culture, as opposed to the the commercialized, romanticized, you know, moonshine kind of thing. It's more you know, how much of this is going back to the to the producer yeah. and, and and fair trade and things like that. So so t- kudos to, to his him and his company. This is yeah. and it's that's not an easy deal, folks. Yeah. Because there's not a whole lot of money in that either, you know. So <laughs> uh, we we appreciate that. Yeah. Stick with us though. Um, that's our take on Batuk, but we're gonna go explore another brand of Baconora. I can't wait to try this one from another family, from another yeah. region. So stick with us. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That gentleman out there is...
1: Eric Zandona in Vancouver, Washington.
0: You have been watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels. Please subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. Hit that notification bell so that every time we upload an an Eric Zandona video, you're notified right there on your hot little phone. Uh, Download us on on your podcasting, wherever, wherever it is, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, but whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Rip
1: wisely.